Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Thursday, February 23rd, and we start, as always, with local news. Two people were killed in a crash in Murray County on February 20th. The crash happened around 4 p.m. on Highway 43 at the intersection of Old Zion Road. Officials say Richard Ashworth, 84, and Robert MacArthur, 91, died after colliding with a semi-truck. The Tennessee Highway Patrol crash report says Ashworth was driving on Highway 43 in a Toyota Corolla when he stopped at the intersection before, he, before turning into the southbound lanes into the path of the truck. The driver of the semi-truck was not injured. With the rise of homelessness across Columbia, the Murray County Public Library has become a safe space for those looking for shelter. Now, Library Board Chairman Joel Friedell says the problem has escalated to the point of needing additional security. With the library being a public space, that's where the homeless and drugged out people end up because it is a place for them to go, Friedell told the Murray County Admin Committee during its February 7th meeting. Over the holidays, Friedell said the rear exit of the building had become an absolute mess of human filth after somebody decided to make the stairwell their home. The library, which is still without a director following the resignation of Zach Fox, is also struggling with several position vacancies. Friedell said a shortage of staff has increased security concerns. We had to lower the hours on the weekend because there were times we had two people in a building that is 16,000 square feet. And that is not safe, he said. Fredell said the library has been working with the police department on protocols, including the option to be escorted out by officers during after hours. Fredell said the library has had to get the police involved in more than one occasion. It's unfortunate that has become a necessity because of what we have going on in the modern world, Fredell said. It's an issue the county is going to have to address, and it's an issue the cities are certainly going to have to address. District 4 Commissioner Connie Green agreed, saying, We've got to wake up in this community and finally say we have a homeless problem, and we need to come up with a plan to deal with that. Last Monday, the Budget Committee unanimously approved approved recommended approval rather of a $20,000 county monitoring system, which will allow access to the system outside of the library. The county commission will have to approve the funding request. Because of the current library, we have to be inside the library to see what's going on, Friedel said. The upgraded monitoring system will also come with a bit trigger mechanism, which will send notifications to those authorized to use the system. Though the rise in homelessness has caused concern, Friedel said the library can also serve a good purpose. There are some homeless people that the library serves well, Friedel said, adding there is help available for those looking to apply for jobs on their computer systems. There are some people that are just whacked out and doing drugs. Those are the people we want to think twice about being around the library, he said. Country music star Kelsey Ballerini, Ballerini became the first woman to headline CMT's Storytellers concert TV series last Thursday night with a performance at Worldwide Stages in Spring Hill. The Nashville resident and Knoxville native performed songs from throughout her career, including from her 2022 album Subject to Change and from the surprise EP she released on Valentine's Day, Rolling Up the Welcome Mat. 
2023 has already been a notable year for the Lipscomb alum, and it's only going to continue to get busier. Her 2022 track, Heart First, which she performed on Storytellers, was nominated for a Grammy for Best Solo Country Performance. It was also announced recently that she would be the musical guest on Saturday Night Live on March 4th. In April, Ballerini is set to host the 2023 CMT Awards. She is taking her Heart First tour to the United Kingdom in February and North America in March before embarking on a 21-city run with Kenny Chesney. Ballerini's CMT Storytellers can be streamed on CMT's website and will re-air on Friday, February 24th at 7 p.m. and Saturday, February 25th at 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. Worldwide Stages, housed in the former Saturn Headquarters building in Spring Hill, provides soundstage and production facilities for music, TV, film, and virtual production at a level never before available to the entertainment industry. They have multiple sound stages combined with thousands of square feet of luxurious green rooms and production suites, a private 70-seat theater for screening dailies or for intimate performances, grand lobbies and atriums for industry events, on-site grade-A commercial kitchen craft services that can feed hundreds and over 1,000 parking spaces, all on over 38 acres of safe, secure, beautiful, rolling countryside in Murray County, Tennessee. In every town, the streets and roadways are often cluttered with litter and other forms of garbage, and in Spring Hill, its leaders are working to promote a cleaner city. And to do this, Spring Hill leaders are calling on the youth to participate in what is being called the Youth Litter Challenge, where participants will be eligible for cash awards. Spring Hill is getting even better at litter pickup and recycling, and it shows, Mayor Jim Hageman said. We don't take anything that anybody does for us for granted, and we know that the citizens of Spring Hill will work to make that happen. We deserve a clean city, he said. The challenge encourages younger citizens to take part in litter pickup throughout the city, recording each pickup's progress in a litter pickup report. This project was spearheaded primarily by Alderman Jason Cox, along with the city's waste management department. During Monday's regular meeting of the Board of Mayor and Aldermen, waste management also donated $1,000 to the city as part of the program, which will be used as prize giveaways to participants. Cox is also founder of the Spring Keep Spring Hill Clean initiative in 2021, which was a big focus of his campaign to being elected to office. I've heard from members of our board and members of the community that they didn't realize how much litter was out there until they got out and actually did a cleanup, Cox said. This is what I want to hear from our youth as well. They get out there, see it, and now they realize that it is truly an issue, and they have to be a part of the solution. Cox also campaigned to implement and adopt a street program with the city in 2022, which he said has now amassed approximately 13 miles in city streets being monitored for trash. It's really done a great job across the city, and some of it has been from organizations not even from Spring Hill, but those who recognize us and want to come here, Cox said. Going into 2023, one of the ideas floating around was how to get youth more involved in recognizing that litter is a problem. Part of the program's main focus is safety, since picking up litter on the side of a highway isn't necessarily considered safe by normal standards. The Youth Litter Challenge page on the city's website lists various locations that have been deemed a safe pickup site and will be updated routinely as more areas are covered. We are always going to keep this list moving, so they always have spots they can go and look, Cox said. The factory at Columbia is under new ownership, and they held their ribbon-cutting and grand opening yesterday. WKOM WKRM's Delk Kennedy stopped by to learn more about what the venue has to offer 
now under new management. This is Delta Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. I'm at the factory in downtown Columbia at their grand opening and ribbon cutting under new ownership, uh, John and Ashley Pomeroy, Chris and Chrissy Poche. And I'm looking around in here, folks, and there's shops, restaurants, you name it. It's all in the old factory in downtown Columbia, which started life as a clothing factory. It's spacious. It's airy. You can stroll inside. You're not out in the weather. Uh, so great place to be no matter what the weather. Great place to be anytime. Chris, tell us, you also do events here, do you not? We, we do. Um, it's one of the, we think, great calling cards of this building. You, um, you look around the factory, there's 71,000 square feet. 71,000 square feet with just unique character um, and, and just, you know, whether it's uh, a small reception, whether it's a, a charitable event, or whether it's a big rock concert, uh, we can host it all. Uh, and there's space. Uh, and there's, you know, there, 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 there's great character in this building to have a unique, fun, exciting event. Wow. Well, it's neat looking around. This building, of course, is less than a mile from downtown Columbia. It's on James Campbell Boulevard. Uh, not, not hard to find, uh, but you got to come inside to see what it's all about. That's right. Now, John, for more information, uh, where do people go? So you can find us. Our address here is 101 North James Campbell here in Columbia. Uh, online, we're at factoryatcolumbia.com. You can find all of our upcoming events. You can find all listing of all of our tenants. Uh, link out from there to their menus and their um, all their events that they have. Um, and on, of course, socials, we're at Factory at Columbia on all the socials as well. Awesome. Well, folks, congratulations on your grand opening and ribbon cutting as new owners. Thank you, and again, Delk Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. I'm at the factory in downtown Columbia at their grand opening and ribbon cutting under new ownership. Uh, John and Ashley Pomeroy, Chris and Chrissy Poche. Uh, John, Chris, congratulations. Oh, thank you, Delk. Yeah, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Columbia Fire and Rescue's emergency call volume has increased nearly 19% over the past two years. 11% of that total increase occurred in 2022. In 2021, the permit volume for residential construction increased 27.9%. Non-residential construction increased around 14%. Columbian Fire and Rescue is strategically planning to accommodate this growth. Columbia City Council recently approved a complete remodel of Fire Station number, number 1 downtown, which will include necessary updates and create more space for added personnel. Columbia Fire and Rescue was also recently awarded a FEMA Safer Grant, which will fund additional positions within the department. To ensure residents and visitors will continue to receive the best possible service, funding additional firefighters, facilities, apparatus, and equipment will continue to be a top priority. Columbia Fire and Rescue is an ISO Class 1 rated fire department serving the citizens of the City of Columbia. With its humble beginnings as a volunteer service, Columbia Fire and Rescue has spent the last 150 plus years creating a legacy of service that continues today. Columbia Fire and Rescue currently serves over 43,000 residents in a 33 mile square mile area. Columbia firefighters respond to over 5,000 calls a year for all types of emergencies. When customers walk into Grecian Family Restaurant and Bakery in Spring Hill, Frank and Sasa Gergalos have made it their mission to make sure they're treated like family. 
That extended family has been propped up through hard times by the Garagaloses more times than it can count. From free Thanksgiving meals to spirit nights or fundraisers for local families of sick children, the list of generosities is seemingly endless for the local restaurant. Frank was named the Grand Marshal in the 2022 Spring Hill Christmas Parade for his generosity and community support. That's why when Sasa and Frank told the community Frank was sick and would be needing surgery, there was an immediate outpouring of love to the couple. Frank underwent triple bypass heart surgery on Monday, February 13th, and was still in the intensive care unit as recently as Sunday. As a small business owner, medical insurance or large savings accounts aren't always available, and even when they are, it may not be enough to cover the medical expenses, much less what it takes to continue operating their business. That's where the community support has stepped in. A GoFundMe account was set up almost immediately once the news began to circulate through the city. As of Monday, more than $16,000 of the $50,000 goal had been raised to help the family. On Saturday night, local musician Billy Willis lent his talents to a fundraising event at the restaurant, and many community leaders and members showed up in force to give back to the family that has given so much. It's such a blessing to know that our friends and our community are behind us, Sasa said. We love Spring Hill and everybody there, and we are so happy that they are here for us in a time of need. The family is still in need of monetary support, but also asks for thoughts and prayers from the community as well. To donate to the cause, visit GoFundMe.com forward slash F forward slash the dash G-E-O-R-G-A-L-O-S dash family. As the second healthcare facility and first rural hospital in Tennessee to implement a canine unit, Murray Regional Medical Center has become a model for other hospitals in the state. The canine unit is an important component of the Murray Regional Medical Center Security Department, which consists of 18 total security officers. Working in unison, the entire group patrols Murray County Health's buildings and properties in Columbia to ensure a safe environment for all patients, staff, and visitors. The primary goal of the canine unit is to help de-escalate tense situations, allowing staff and visitors to feel more comfortable and at ease when the dogs are present, Administrative Director of Safety, Security, and Environmental Services Mike Short said. While the dogs helped to contribute to a safer campus overall, we wanted to ensure they were personable, able to connect with and make people more comfortable when they are at the hospital. That can often mean stopping at nursing units to say hello to staff or brightening the day of a patient with a quick visit, he said. Murray Regional Medical Center's canine unit started in 2019 with Belgian Malinois brothers Max and Milo and their respective handlers, security officers Scott Nations and John Holland. In 2021, Maverick, a Dutch Shepherd, and Merlin, a Belgian Malinois, joined the unit along with their respective handlers, security officers Chris Lovett and James Hill. Adding Maverick and Merlin on the team made it possible for a security canine to be available at the medical center 24-7. Our job is to make things safer for our patients, staff, and visitors, said Nations, the canine unit supervisor for the organization. People often seem surprised to see one of the dogs walking down the hall, but their presence can provide reassurance and bring a sense of safety to those we encounter. Prior to beginning work at Murray Regional Medical Center, all canines and their handlers attended intensive obedience and training program at Ventosa Canine Kennel in North Carolina, with a special emphasis on training for the unique needs of a healthcare environment. In addition to being skilled at de-escalating tense situations, they are trained to detect upwards of 20 odors and are able to serve as a community resource if called upon by law enforcement agencies. 
At Murray Regional, we are committed to ensuring the safety and security of all individuals who enter our buildings, Short said. Sometimes in healthcare, emotions can run high. Having one of our canines on duty to respond to these tense situations can often calm individuals through their presence alone before it escalates. They can definitely change the dynamic of most any interaction by their very presence, he said. They're part of the team, Nations added. They get excited to come into work every day. They love seeing the staff. Max probably hears 150 times a day how beautiful he is, but they take their jobs and the safety of our staff, patients, and visitors very seriously. Murray Regional Medical Center's canine program is made possible thanks to funding from the Murray Regional Healthcare Foundation and the Murray Regional Medical Center Auxiliary, a service organization that funds special requests from departments of the medical center through fundraising activities and revenue generated from the operation of the hospital's gift shop. Hosted by the Murray Regional Healthcare Foundation and presented by First Farmers and Merchants Bank, the annual Mule Kick 5K and One Mile Trot will take place Saturday, April 1st at Riverwalk Park in Columbia. Proceeds from the 2023 Mule Kick 5K and One Mile Trot provide funding for Murray Regional Health's mobile medical unit, which delivers healthcare services to at-risk and underserved individuals throughout Southern Middle Tennessee by providing basic health screenings, education, and resources. A portion of the proceeds from the Mule Kick 5K and One Mile Trot will also support the Foundation's Wellness and Aquatic Center Healthy Living Endowment and the Columbia Parks and Recreation Department. In addition, the Murray County School, with the most participation in the event, will receive a donation to their PE program from the Foundation. On Saturday, April 1st, the race will begin at Riverwalk Park in Columbia with an 8 a.m. start for the 5K and a 9.15 start time for the One Mile Trot. Both runners and walkers are encouraged to participate. Participants may register for the race online at runsignup.com forward slash mulekick 5k. And now your hometown memorials sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mr. Christopher Lynn Brock, 62, an employee of Graphic Packaging International and a resident of Williamsport, died Sunday, February 19th at Murray Regional Medical Center. Funeral services for Mr. Brock will be conducted on Thursday at 11 a.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Burial will follow in Polk Memorial Gardens. Mr. Frick Hodges Hickman, 74, a real estate agent for Caldwell Bankers and Barnes died Tuesday, February 21st at Murray Regional Medical Center. Funeral services for Mr. Hickman will be conducted on Saturday at 11 a.m. at First United Methodist Church in Columbia. Burial will follow in Polk Memorial Gardens. The family will visit with friends on Friday from 4 to 7 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why Matt and Susie Sowell believe the way to honor tradition is with especially personal service. We believe your traditions, your customs, your rites of passage are very important, but we also believe in taking care of your personal wishes as well. 
At Oaks and Nichols, we try to do more than just the expected things, so the service you receive honors your heritage and is uniquely yours, and we invite you to experience the difference. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia, since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have partly cloudy skies today with a slight chance of a rain shower. The high will be 81 with winds out of the west-southwest at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, we can expect more clouds gathering with a slight chance of a rain shower. The low will be around 44 degrees with winds out of the north at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance... Our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see shelter agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Chris Dowdy from Tennessee Children's Home. We are overwhelmed by the support through our move to our new Spring Hill campus. We are excited about the new opportunities that these buildings will provide us to serve at-risk youth. We ask that you will continue to pray for us and those that we serve. We still need your continued support. Visit our website, TennesseeChildrensHome.org, to make a donation or learn more about what we're doing to serve at-risk youth in Tennessee. Throughout the country, buried pipelines are indicated by a pipeline right-of-way. 
A long, wide stretch of grass cleared of trees and marked with signs. If you have a right-of-way near your home, do not plant anything in it or dig in it. Do not install a fence or build your kids a super cool fort without first getting the pipeline operator's approval. For more on pipeline safety, visit pipesafety.org. A message from the Tennessee Gas Association, Tennessee Association of Broadcasters, and this station. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7, your hometown source for news and information. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. Tesla Motors will occupy 300 Shingle Way in Franklin, a 57,500-square-foot building owned by Tryout Advisory Group. The building is being prepared to be the next location for Tesla Motors' flagship store, making it one of the largest in the country. Tryout Advisory Group is proud to partner with Tesla Motors to provide an unparalleled location for the company to showcase its offering of innovative vehicles. Projected to be open by the middle of 2023, Tesla will open for full service in the heart of Cool Springs and Franklin, which will house a vehicle gallery, service center, and superchargers. The property was acquired by Tryout Advisory Group in late 2019 and is a single-story, freestanding building built in 2006 that is nestled in a seven-acre lot. It is surrounded by Mercedes, Infiniti, and Hyundai dealerships. Positioned parallel to Interstate 65, the property is a 30-minute drive to downtown Nashville and a 12-minute drive to Brentwood, making it a hub for the largest metropolitan area in Tennessee. Tryout will work collectively with Tesla and the city of Franklin to ensure the property remains a beacon in the community. From the Model S to the SUV Model X and the crossover Model Y and even the Cybertruck, there is much anticipation to see what will roll across this remarkable gallery being prepared for the residents of Tennessee. Principal of Tryout Advisory Group Mike Outlaw stated, Having a partner like Tesla perfectly aligns with our values to bring premier clients to our properties while preserving the local environment with our acquisitions. We can't wait to provide Tesla with their new home in the wonderful area of Cool Springs. Tryout is elated to be a part of this extraordinary story and stand with a true pioneer in the frontier of electric cars. The Tennessee Senate last week passed legislation to expand eligibility for the state's school voucher program, which would extend the program beyond Shelby and Davidson counties to allow Hamilton County to join. The Education Savings Account program allows students to take public education funds and apply it to private school tuition. Sponsored by Senator Todd Gardenhire, a Republican from Chattanooga, the bill expands the program to include school districts that have five schools identified in the bottom 10% of schools in the state. The law currently includes districts with 10 schools in the bottom 10%. The program was one of Bill Lee's early legislative wins in 2019, with the program stalled, but the program stalled for several years through lengthy court battles. It kick-started last year for a two-year pilot program. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff, or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. 
Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Columbia's own 7th Annual Mid-State Classic Collegiate Softball Tournament returns March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex. Come see the Lady Volunteers face off against Austin P. starting at 5.30 p.m. Opening game, Columbia State versus Motlow College at 1 p.m. Food trucks on site and parking is free. Tickets are $10 and sold exclusively online at columbiatn.com slash midstateclassic. Or check out the City of Columbia Parks and Recreation today. The Mid-State Classic, March 15th. See you at the game. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. Guns N' Roses announced a 2023 world tour, and the powerhouse rock band will be at Geodis Park in Nashville on Saturday, August 26th. Tickets will be available starting Friday, February 24th at 10 a.m. local time on GunsNRoses.com. Nashville Soccer Club season ticket members will be able to enjoy a pre-sale window starting at 10 a.m. and through 10 a.m. local time on Thursday, February 23rd. Go to Ticketmaster.com to enjoy this presale. Nashville Soccer Club season ticket members will receive an email with their presale code and information. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.